All right, welcome to Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Turn that down just a little bit. All right. Welcome, welcome. Sunday, Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody's having a good one so far. I certainly am. You're listening to the specials in the background. As is my intro every week. It's called Ghost Town. It just makes sense. Just makes sense. All right, today's a special day for me. I'm going to pay tribute to one of my heroes. BBC Radio 1 DJ John Peel. The late great. Um, I don't know if you listen to my show on the reg, but if you do, it's definitely in the spirit of John Peel. He broke a lot of these bands that I play on my show, and um, he just really got into the whole uh, punk rock scene in uh, the mid-70s in London. And he had a huge financial institution to back his interest, which is uh, the BBC. And uh, it was just vital to get uh, your your single or your record played on his show or um, featured in one of his Peel sessions, BBC Studio recordings. A lot of these bands did. Um, And that's what I'm going to play for you today. Every song is going to be from a Peel session. And that's the theme. That's it. All right, I'm going to kick it off with a triple threat from the Buzzcocks. I think that's appropriate. Coming at you here in Ghost Town, this is RF, WRFN LP Pasquo. It's Fast Cars. You're in Ghost Town. <laughs>
Again, the Buzzcocks. You also heard Fast Cars from the Peel Sessions recorded between 1977 and 79. Here's one more for you. Moving away from the pulse beat, you're in Ghost Town.
Ah, uh, yes, the Buzzcocks from the Peel Sessions. John Peel, BBC Radio One DJ. That's who we're uh, spotlighting today, if you will. This guy broadcasted regularly from 1967 until his death in 2004. The longest serving of the original BBC Radio One DJs. How about that? Um, he was also one of the first broadcasters to play psychedelic rock and progressive rock records on British radio. Um, his Peel Sessions, which you're hearing today, uh, featured uh, the artist recording live in the BBC studio. Sometimes they would mix in tracks, but it was mostly a live recording. Um, and also, uh, he's noteworthy for his annual Festive 50 countdown, which he had every year, featuring his listeners' favorite records of the year. It was a call-in or a, a write-in voting system. And uh, you can catch a lot of great music on those Festive 50s. Um, a buddy of mine, Jesse, shared a 1982 Festive 50 with me, and it changed my whole world. That's pretty much what got me interested in this kind of music. Um, so, yeah, John Peel, I salute you. We're going to continue with the Peel Sessions. Here's one from the Cocteau Twins. Radio Free Nashville. You're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. <laughs>
The Cocteau Twins there, Musette and Drums, you also heard Hitherto. These are from their Peel Sessions, and uh, we're celebrating John Peel today once again. I've done this before, but yeah, I could do it every week, really. The man is my hero. Um, he spent some time in the U.S. through the 60s, uh, but in 1967 he returned to England, and he found work with an offshore pirate radio station called Radio London, and he was offered the midnight to 2 a.m. shift which uh, he gradually developed into a program called The Perfumed Garden. And uh, this was an outlet for the music of the UK underground scene. He played classic blues, folk music, also psychedelic rock. Um, He put a a large emphasis on the new music that was emerging from L.A. and the Bay Area in California. Um, Also, uh, to be noted, his uh, personal tone was a big appeal to listeners, um, almost confessional as it's been described of his presentation um, and also the listener participation that it garnered. Um, During his periods of shore leave from the pirate ship, he would attend the UFO club, the underground psychedelic club in London. Um, He also attended the 14 hour Technicolor dream festival um, featuring bands like the soft machine and pink Floyd. Um, And this was all very different from radio London's daytime format. Um, Listeners would send him letters, poems, records from their own collections. Um, This, basically made the, the program a vehicle for a two-way communication, totally unique to what, what else was going on on the airways at that time around London. And uh, by the final week of uh, the station's existence, he was receiving far more mail than any other DJ on the station. Just trying to give you a little insight into the impact this guy had on the scene. I'm going I'm to progress chronologically through time in his career and just give you a little background on the guy. We're going we're gonna to continue with uh, some Peel sessions here up until the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, moving into Adam and the Ants, it's Legotage. I'm Creepy Steve. You're hanging in Ghost Town. Tell you what, this is a punk rock show. I'm just gonna cut that one since it's scratching and all that good stuff. Um, go ahead and flip it over to this one. All right, let's try this again. Rolling with the punches as always in Ghost Town.
Adam and the Ants. It doesn't matter. Also, you heard Legotage from the Peel Sessions. And uh, we're continuing with the John Peel theme here today in Ghost Town. Um, this is, uh, we're at the point where he's in, uh, on BBC One. He was on the Pirate Station Radio London. And uh, that closed down in 1967. And uh, he hosted a show called Top Gear on BBC One. And uh, he's quoted as saying, I was one of the first lot on Radio One, and I think it was mainly because Radio One had no real idea what they were doing, so they had to take people off the pirate ships because there wasn't anybody else. And uh, he continued to present Top Gear until it ended in 1975. He also put on a show called Night Ride, and uh, this was advertised by the BBC as an exploration of words and music, and it seemed to take up where the Perfume Garden had left off, his show that was on the pirate ship. Okay, who do we have next here? Oh yeah, this one's cool. I got one from the birthday party for you. Appeal session. It's King Inc. Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. <laughs> Yeah. 
The disturbing vocal stylings of Nick Cave. That's the birthday party right there. King Inc. off the Peel Sessions. All right, I've got a double dose of Black Sabbath for you from 1970s Peel Session recordings. Check it out. You're in Ghost Town.
Behind the Wall of Sleep. That's Black Sabbath from their 1970 Peel session. It's a pretty muddy sounding recording, but it's to be appreciated. So much so, I'm going to play one more for you. War Pigs, but also, uh, let's see, it was it was called Walpurgis on the, uh, <laughs> the record release, if that's how you pronounce it correctly. War Pigs is the familiar t- uh, title of this song, though. You're in Ghost Town, hanging with Creepy Steve. We're in the middle of a Peel, a John Peel tribute show. BBC Radio One DJ. More about him after this. It's Black Sabbath. <laughs>
seen a priest appear Sinners falling at his knees Satan sends out funeral pyre Cast the priest into the fire It's the place for all bad sinners Dead rats in the heart. I guess it's the same wherever you may go.
Plastic Passion, that's The Cure from their one of their early Peel Sessions. That's actually from their second Peel Session. And you heard a double dosage of Black Sabbath in there from their 70s session with John Peel. And uh, that was War Pigs and also Behind the Wall of Sleep. Um, John Peel has a quote here on the, his talking on the punk band The Ramones. At the time, almost all the new bands comprised of people who had previously been in successful bands who had broken up and then reformed. Well, I played the first Ramones LP. It was identical to the first time I had heard Little Richard. The intensity was frightening. So I played five or six tracks on the next show, and immediately I received mail from people demanding that I never play stuff like that again. Whenever that happens, I always go in the opposite direction. So I played more, and it was great. It was a classic case of changing courses in midstream, and in a month, the average age of the audience dropped by 10 years, and the whole social class changed, which I was very pleased about. <laughs> this guy's awesome. All right, one more from The Cure, from their second Peel session, Grinding Halt. You're in Ghost Town. Stop it, boy. 
your heart out john peel that's the damned with new rose their peel session there you also heard the cure two from them grinding halt and plastic passion from their sessions and gonna keep it going with some more peel sessions in ghost town today it's can how about that a six minute track for you geheim half past one pronunciation is what it is i hope i did well i'm creepy steve WRFN LP Pasquo, it's can.
and there's many ways to go. There's pain in your heart, and your head's in the snow. Alright.
The Ruts, Demolition Dancing, that's their live Peel session. And you also heard Cannon there before that, Geheim, Half Past One. And uh, just because I have this, I'm going to play it. it. It is a Peel session. Um, this month, it was in this month of May in 1981 that Bob Marley passed away, succumbed to cancer. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play this Concrete Jungle. You're right in the middle of Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve.
Dust to Dust, The Chameleons, from their Peel Sessions. Also in there, you heard Bob Marley and The Wailers from 1973. They're recording with John Peel in his BBC One studio. Um, John Peel, the DJ, was uh, well-known for breaking unsigned acts into the mainstream. Um, young, aspiring musicians would send him an enormous amount of records, CDs, and tapes. Uh, there was an instance where he uh, returned home from a three-week vacation in 1986, around that era, and then uh, when he returned, there were 173 LPs, 91 12-inches, and 179 7-inch singles waiting for him that he had accumulated within three weeks at his office. I think he would need a second vacation after that, huh? Um, also, uh, 1983, Alan Molina and Jeff Chegwin, who were the music publishers for then-unsigned artist Billy Bragg, they drove to the Radio 1 studio with apparently a mushroom biryani, you know, Indian food, and a copy of his record after hearing Peel mention on the air that he was hungry. And apparently the subsequent airplay launched Billy Bragg's career. There you go. That's the impact this DJ had right there. And also uh, he was able to get himself free lunch and free records. How about that? That's, that's all I need in life, pretty much. All right, continuing with Peel Sessions here. These guys recorded several with John Peel Here's one track for you. Futures and Pasts. It's the fall in Ghost Town.
Essence rare and not great men from their peel sessions. You also heard the fall in there. Futures and pasts. It got a little maniacal there with those guys, and yet charming. Just like my pal Brandon. Hope he's listening. All right, uh, some more peel sessions here up to the top of the hour. Stay tuned for RFN Weekend with Matt the Prodman here on Radio Free Nashville. Jesus and Mary Chain, two songs from these folks. Out of Scotland, in a hole, their peel sessions. I'm Creepy Steve.
victory from 1991's Peel Session. That's PJ Harvey. Also in there, Jesus and Mary Chain from their sessions with John Peel at BBC One's studio, Far and Gone. I mean, Far Gone and Out. And also in a hole in there, I have one more from PJ Harvey for you. You're chilling in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. We're doing a little tribute today to John Peel, the legendary DJ. As a very sizable piece of my heart. The guy's my hero. My broadcasting hero. He was on uh, pirate radio offshore of London in the the mid-late 60s. And then one of the first to sign on as a disc jockey at BBC's Radio One, featuring popular music of the time. A different spin from the regular BBC programming. This guy was a pioneer. I love him. I'm going to play one more from PJ Harvey. This is also from the 91 Peel session. Sheila Nagig. You're in Ghost Town.
Handsome Devil, The Smiths, from their Peel session. Following up uh, PJ Harvey in there, a double shot of her. And uh, The Smiths definitely owe a debt of gratitude to John Peel and his BBC One sessions that they recorded with him. Um, these sessions are were a huge feature of uh, Peel's BBC One show, and it was music that was pre-recorded at the studio. Um, this originally, this is cool. This originally came about due to restrictions that were apparently imposed on the BBC by the Musicians Union and the Phonographic Performance Limited Union, um, which represented the record companies that were all dominated by the EMI family. Um, with this, the BBC was forced to hire bands and orchestras. Um, this is so they could reproduce the music that they were trying to play on the air. <clears throat> and... The theory behind this is that it would create employment, you know, with the, the house bands, orchestras, and uh, would force people to buy records and not listen to them for free on the air. Um, so with this, the BBC employed its own house bands and orchestras, and it also engaged outside bands to record exclusive tracks for its programs in their own studios. And so with all this, John Peel was able to use, quote, session men for his own program, these session men were in fact the musicians that you're listening to today um, and that were huge, hugely popular in follow-up to their sessions with John Peel and their exposure on his show. Um, so this is how it all came about. They were forced to do it, and uh, it launched a whole a whole army of, uh, new, mus of new musicians that just came about and uh, influenced the music you listen to today. So, a little bit of history today. I get soft about it. Forgive me. Um, during the 37 years that Peel was on BBC One, he apparently recorded over 4,000 sessions by more than 2,000 artists. And many of these were recorded or were released on his own Strange Fruit label. So, he was so invested in, in this cause. Pretty awesome. All right, I've got one more from the Smiths. You're hanging in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. About 15 more minutes to take you up to the top. And then I'm going to turn it over to Matt the Proud Man for RFN Weekend. Thanks for hanging. This is Radio Free Nashville.
Division from their complete BBC recordings with John Peel. Also, you heard Exercise One in there. And just a note on John Peel's death, he died suddenly at 65 from a heart attack. That was in 2004. He was actually in Peru on vacation. And shortly after the announcement, uh, tributes began to arrive from fans and supporters, both in and out of uh, public life. And um, on the 26th of October in that year, BBC One cleared its schedules to broadcast a day of tributes, and also the Lo- the London Evening Standard headline of the day was the day the music died. And um, John Peel had said, I've always imagined I'll die by driving into the back of a truck while trying to read the name on a cassette, and people would say, he would have wanted to go that way. Well, I want them to know that I would not. And... Um, at one point he said that if he died before his producer, John Walters, he wanted the latter to play... Roy Harper's When an Old Cricketeer, Cricketer Leaves the Crease. And Walters passed away before him, but it was left up to Andy Kershaw to do this. And uh, he ended uh, the tribute program on BBC Radio 3 with that song. And um, also, Peel Standin on the Radio 1 slot, Rob DeBank also played that song at the start of the final show before Peel's funeral. Um, at his funeral, it was over, it was attended by over a thousand people, and the service ended with clips of him talking about his life. And his coffin was carried out to the accompaniment of his favorite song, "The Undertones' Teenage Kicks." And Peel had written uh, that apart from his name, all he wanted on his gravestone were the words "Teenage Dreams So Hard to Beat" from the lyrics of "Teenage Kicks" by the band The Undertones. Kind of cool. Got one more song for you to carry it out. Make sure you stay tuned for RFN Weekend with Matt the Proud Man. He's in the house and gearing up. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. I'm Creepy Steve. I'm going to go to Louisville tonight. Why not? See Roger Waters. Get a little head start on the, the tour he's doing right now. He'll be in Nashville later on in August. Check him out online. He's on tour. All right. One last track for you here. It's the Slits. Vindictive off their Peel Sessions. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 